We'd like to take this time to thank some of our Healing Strong partners for the support of Season 4 and the 10th Anniversary Celebration in Houston. Harvest Health Center is a certified RGCC clinic. Harvest Health Center offers targeted therapies with a focus on cancer recurrence prevention, whole body regeneration with stem cells, ozone, and natural therapies. You can find them over at harvesthealthcenter.com. Thanks to Hope for Cancer. Hope for Cancer empowers their cancer patients to overcome the odds of their diagnosis while focusing on the healing of each individual as a whole. Head over to hopeforcancer.com. That's hope, the number four, cancer.com. And we'd like to thank our partners, Desert Wealth Management. To find out more information, go to their website at desertwealth.net. And now, here's our episode. Healing Strong exists to specifically empower, equip, educate, people in a way so that they have all their options in front of them and they can make a more informed decision that they have a sense of peace about. Um, Because not every way of healing is for every other person. So that was kind of the heart of Healing Strong is just to love people where they're at Mm -hmm. and kind of just gently take them by the hand and, and lead them, you know, wherever it is that they feel a peace about going and to support them along the way. You're listening to the I Am Healing Strong podcast a part of the Healing Strong organization, the number one network of holistic cancer support groups in the world. Each week, we bring you stories of hope, real stories that will encourage you as you navigate your way on your own journey to health. Now, here's your host, stage four cancer thriver, Jim Mann. Well, today we have a special couple with us, not just a guest, we have a couple with us. Uh, you might have heard from Courtney Campbell probably a couple months ago, uh, telling some wonderful stories, of course. And today she brought her husband, Kevin. Good to have you, Courtney and Kevin. Thank you for hey, having Jim. us. Now, you guys are a pretty big part of Healing Strong, I understand. I know you are, Courtney. And of course, Kevin, you were pulled into the story because of Courtney, right? Yes, yes. I know, Courtney, you, you touched on this a little on the last podcast because I keep listening. I listen to it every day. <laughs> it's your alarm that you wake up to it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> yes. But just kind of like touch on, on how it intersected your life. Susie and I, we connected through my blog, which was online um, I, at that time. Was that 2012? It's still online. It's <laughs> still there. Mm-hmm. Um, and we met. And then I think it was just a couple of days later. We brought our husbands to, to meet each other. Was they, it, tw- it was 2012? 2012. You, it was in November. I it was November. It was in the fall. Yeah. Wow. And, um, and nothing, Healing Strong was nothing. It was just an idea in Susie's head. And, and it was at the first meeting. She told me she wanted to put on a conference. She wanted to bring all these people in. She would love me to be a part of it. And um, so I came home excited and told Kevin. And um, the next week, I want to say, we we met up with Susie and Jeff, her husband, and our little girl, Ruby Claire, came with us because she was probably about two two or three at the time. And I was pregnant with our second girl. We didn't know if it was a boy or a girl, but it's, a, it's our daughter, Annabelle. Um, but uh, Kevin and Jeff really hit it off because they're both in production and in media. And yeah, we hit it off and we kind of were like, yeah, we want to be a part of this. And then I think it was like two weeks later, we met in Susie's living room with a bunch of other people of the, our core team, what we kind of considered our core team at the beginning that planned the first conference. And I think there was yeah. a felt need from both of us, um, both Jeff and Susie and then Court and I, just because we had gone through a healing of mm. cancer without the community, without that extra, but yet crucial 
piece of the puzzle. And in the way we healed, right? Holistically. Yeah. Like, with- and it was a very uh, difficult to do that, you know, sort of take the road less traveled on your own. And we both recognized at a very deep level, the need and yearning for that community that didn't really exist. Um, in fact, we had gone in to try to find that community Online. I, don't, I don't know if I could say what, Online what website. Online support group. No, you don't need to, but it was a conventional <clears throat> big support group. There were big To non-profit. share the good news about our results and what we had learned. And boy, we got eviscerated. Um, and wow. it was like a really Reamed big eye-opener. <laughs> big eye-opener. It's actually a big, it's a post on Court's blog if anyone wants to go read it. Um, Facing the Critics, I think it's called. Yeah, it was anyway, saying. but it was an eye-opener and it was a, a just a, a flag in the sand for us to realize we, we need a community. We, we've got to create and a better all, option. In all honesty, the only person we knew in the holistic cancer community before that was Chris Wark. And we had known him online because he we actually became friends around the time of that uh, that night that I got really just uh, just people said really awful things to me on this online cancer support group. All I did was share with them my story, uh, how I healed without chemo and without radiation and it was it was a lymphoma support group and um so meeting Susie in person she was the first person we ever met that healed in a similar manner she used the gerson protocol that i you know i did up to that point we'd only seen it was chris and Susie and dvds DVDs and online videos dvds of people (laughs) yeah we never met like chris carr was our kind of hero at that point (laughs) or one of the people yeah um, so yeah, so meeting Susie and then like that was so energizing to to have a, a real life person who lived just what like thirty minutes from where we lived at the time. And so anyway, yeah. we did we and then we got with uh, the the core team and I think it might have been January or February and that was when we really started talking about like moving the conference forward. And the very first thing I remember the biggest issue was funding. We had no money. <laughs> we had no money. We had our money, our own money. Uh, not ours as in Kevin and I, but you know, the group and whatever money we could raise, there was a few donors. I'm sure Susie may have told that story of uh, a few friends of hers that came on board of her vision with her, um, you know, to support her vision of this conference. And that's the beginning. That's the very beginning. So, yeah. remember being gathered around the the coffee table at um, Susie's house or Jeff's Mm -hmm. parents' house. I don't know whose house we were at, but um, and just praying over, what God wanted to do with That's right. with this organization we were trying to bring to, you know, that we decided we were all going to. We didn't know what devo- it was. Devote Jim. ourselves to. We didn't yeah. know it was an this organization. Idea. This just, idea is a better word to say. We it. This knew, idea. We, we were excited yeah. to bring everybody together. Yeah. It's a great point because I wouldn't think about that aspect of that community right from the start and just between Susie and I, and then between Susie and, and, and Jeff and Kevin and myself, and then the, the group in the neighborhood and then, and then the conference. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Kind of yeah. just all pulling this together right now, like live on this podcast. <laughs> I'm glad I can help. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I still stuck on the fact that people were upset that you healed, you know, outside of what they thought. Oh was yeah. It was, they thought I was, um, they thought my information was like lethal that I was just going to kill people with my story. Well, and I, and I mean, yeah. yeah, maybe from that small little soundbite that I, you know, put a couple sentences up on this forum, like, like a chipper little, you know, <laughs> legally blonde, like Reese Witherspoon, like, yeah, did you know I, you know, heal cancer without any chemo or radiation? And I shared it on my blog, take a look or something like that. Yeah. And they really were like, this is, this is misinformation. Misinformation wasn't even a phrase people used back then. This is, 2011 or 2012 when that happened but 
yeah, we don't need to go into that. It's another story. If you want to read about it, it's on my blog. Facing the Critics is the name of the blog post. You can search it up. <laughs> I think we all recognize, though, at a deep level, and it's important to realize for anyone listening, like, because you do, when you find, and it's a natural characteristic of life, right? Whenever you experience good news, you want to share that good news with other people because maybe you can save them the hurt and heartache or the trial or whatever that you went through. But people at that, and what we hadn't realized, you know, at, at, they've committed, right? Like healing from cancer, and at least in that way, is one is a is a is a method that requires all in devotion, all in com- commitment, and trust of your doctor. And we were throwing a grenade into that whole scenario without even mm-hmm. realizing it. And there's just a better way, I think, to communicate it. And um, it's kind of like I don't know, taking a a car going 80 miles an hour in this direction, and it just jerking it 180 degrees and it would just mm-hmm. devastate the engine and the occupants of the car. And so I think in a, in a, in a way that was just a natural response for people to defend the choices that they had committed themselves to. So it wasn't even, I didn't even see it as personal. I really felt empathetic towards those people. And, and I think that's just speaks to more of the, the heart of healing strong. Like we're not healing strong doesn't exist to tell people what to do, Right. Like we're not there to tell you, you should do this Mm-mm. and stop doing that. Mm-mm. Healing Strong exists to specifically empower, equip, educate people in a way so that they have all their options in front of them and they can make a more informed decision that they have a sense of peace about. Um, because not every way of healing is for every other person. So that was kind of the heart of Healing Strong is just to love people where they're at mm-hmm. and kind of just gently take them by the hand and, and lead them you know, wherever it is that um, they feel a piece about going and to support them along the way. And so much of what he's saying was what we really came up. Those were our tenants, right? After the conference, we knew we people want to keep meeting. And we had sp- spent all this energy for an entire year on putting on an event. But we realized that the people were really, you know, that's, that's where the community was. And they naturally started continuing to meet with each other. And of course, I'm sure that story has been told how we had one group and then we had two groups and then we had four groups and then we had eight groups. And then uh, we recognized the need for a curriculum, which is where, um, what was that? What were you said? Equip. Oh, educate, educate equip, equip, and empower. And, empower. Yeah. Yeah. and we sort of, you know, moved forward from there to do that for people to really lead and support themselves within their communities. We'd like to take this time to thank some of our Healing Strong partners for their support of Season 4 and the 10th Anniversary Celebration in Houston. Journey You Ministries. When life feels overwhelming, there is an answer for the difficulty and the pain that you are experiencing. Journey You is the place where you can discover wholeness, hope, and peace. You can find their services, resources, and more at journeytheletteru.org. And the Healing Strong Houston Group, in honor of Nigel Ryder. Our Houston, Texas group is led by Mary and Angelica, who are also regional mentors for Healing Strong, on our board of directors and conference coordinators. Information for Mary and Angelica can be found at healingstrong.org. And now, back to the episode. Healing Strong is basically those of us who have healed, especially just telling our stories, and you really can't take that away from Mm -hmm. somebody. I mean, I don't have cancer now after stage four, and you know, I'm not upset I didn't go through chemo or anything. No. But, uh, and I don't tell anybody to do what exactly what I did. I don't even know what happened because the first time uh, after my surgery, you know, the doctors thought, you know, you're not going to last a month or two. And then they looked and it hadn't spread. You know, I can't explain that other than God and a, and a very large uh, radio audience praying. 
You know, I'm sure they had a little bit of effect there. Uh, but then it came back. I don't know why it came back. And then immunotherapy took care of it, which, you know, it's conventional, but it's like a, a kind of a newish thing still. And, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not upset that that. Uh, oh, no. The, the, yeah. The, uh, the eight tumors I had, but still. And again, everybody's story is different. So, I mean, it's just us coming together and sharing what we've done and just sharing information. And, uh, and, and of course, I think the ball is rolling. It's getting more popular coming outside a conventional thing. And again, we're not bashing anything conventional. Just saying, hey, there's a bigger world out there. And here we are 10 years later. And you know what? It, um, just to piggyback off what you just said, even mm-hmm. when we chose holistic therapy, we were not exclusively dedicated mm-hmm. to that either. We were, we no. were, we were searching for what would work and what would least affect my entire body, you know. And of course, the chemo being a little harsher, me being only twenty six and I hadn't <laughs> had children yet, and my fertility, you know, that that desire to have children and all that driving me to choose right. that first, to choose holistic first. And if it didn't work, we had other. You know, we had plan B and plan C or whatever. And we weren't, you know, like you said, we wanted whatever was going to work, right. <laughs> but didn't want to jump to something that was probably going to affect me negatively um, right off the bat. So. Yeah. The search for health takes you all over the place, but yeah. um, you get there a lot faster, I think, when you have community and the, yeah. and the supportive community. It's true. If someone's listening to this podcast now and uh, they just recently got a diagnosis and they're just healing about Healing Strong. Normally through Chris Wark. I'll just have to throw that out there. People go <laughs> find Chris Wark and then he talks about Healing Strong. What would you say to those people, uh, especially as we're celebrating 10 years of Healing Strong, going to, I uh, forgot how many hundreds of uh, groups we have now. Uh, I, I lead one at, in Greenville, South Carolina. And it's, so it's getting very bigger. Nice. That's, that's great. We keep getting new people hearing about it, oddly enough, through Chris Wark. <laughs> but... <laughs> That is fine. That's fine. He's doing a great job. He he's is. Good. He's kind of like he's he's just connecting everybody and, you know. Yes. He's our gatekeeper. Yeah. <laughs> but what would you say to someone who's hearing this for the first time? And they're like, oh, what is this Healing Strong all about? I mean, and how can I get involved? Well, the the phrase I remember when we were thinking about like, what's our cat? What's our, you know, our phrase? What what describes us best? And I, I came up with that holistic healing support in your community. So that was one thing I think could describe healing strong, but it's not just holistic exclusively. It's just, you can use natural therapies with, in conjunction with what you're doing in an integrative setting or, um, uh, you know, and what does that even mean? D- uh, nutrition, uh, detoxification. So there's this like umbrella of, of things that Healing Strong will provide resources, um, provide discussions and the setting for discussions for people and groups to learn and then talk about it. And that's what a group is. And of course, you know, a, a group, there's, I don't know how many are active right now. You can find groups on healingstrong.org. Uh, backslash slash backslash groups. What do you, how do you say that? Forward slash on, forward uh, slash groups slash, slash, slash groups <laughs> slash groups. Whichever way it's and, leading. And enter yeah. your zip code. And I mean, these are all things that along the you know ten years that we've been an organization, we had to put into place. So, I mean, there was a time I remember when we first were like, let's put a search bar with the zip code <laughs> so they can find the groups. And then we were like, wait, should there be a database? Like. How do we connect the group leader to the people that are, you know, there was so much that had to be put into place in the early days. And uh, we would sit at these board meetings, all of us, non, we, most of us were not techie and 
you know, our age group, you know, all the way from baby boomers down to like, we're kind of like old millennials older. So we were like the most tech savvy of everybody in the, in the early planning days. Anyway, I'm getting <clears> off <throat> track, but I, um, I, yeah. So putting people into groups so that they can talk this stuff out and support each other, support education. Um, they can go on tangents if they want to. <laughs> I'll say this. Um, I mean, for my answer to your question, and I think I would say, you know, I'm a, I'm a visual person. So I think visually, and, um, I, I I remember when we found out the news and for me, it was, there was no, I was raised to, you know, when in doubt, don't. And so there was no sense of peace. I actually had an encounter. Some people might've read about it on court's blog or heard of us talk about it on other interviews, but had this encounter with what I can only describe as the Holy spirit, which in the chemotherapy suite at the hospital here in Atlanta, we were following the nurse, getting the tour. Everything was moving so quickly. And I heard this, this voice in my left ear just say, this is not for you. And it interrupted my own thought process. Like if I was sitting here listening to you talk to me and then something just, inter- you know, and it, it's a weird thing to describe. I've never had anything like that happen before or since, but um, it was clear as day. And we've met other people along the way who heard the same thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just knew with utmost certainty, I don't, I, I don't know what we're supposed to do, but I know we're not supposed to do that. So for or this, so for us, it was, a, it was this bread, this journey of following the breadcrumbs. And I often described it like, I felt like we were carrying a little flashlight. It's pitch dark outside and we can only shine the light at our feet. So we see yeah. maybe three to six feet of light around our feet and we're not sure where to step next. And so you ask me, what, how would we describe Healing Strong to someone who hasn't heard of it before? And I would just think, say, think of Healing Strong as a lighthouse in the dark, you know, as something that can shine a light on your path and help you feel that sense of uh, just help you have a, a, a oh, clear vision for where to go. You know what I mean? And for and for what to walk towards, walk toward the light, I guess you might say. Um, a refuge, too. Yeah. yeah, it's just and and to be loved on and told up front, like there's a lot of things racing through your mind but we know what that feels like and we're here for you. So it's going to be okay. You know what I mean? And just to have that sort of peace around you. And this is a blanket, a, a community that brings a blanket of peace and, and, and loving guidance towards um, a health journey that is personal to you. So I would just say like, if you think of healing strong as a lighthouse in the dark towards uh, you know, beginning your healing journey, it'll save you a lot of uh, tripping over the stones in the dark or, you know, falling on your face, et cetera, as you find your way. Um, that's kind of how I think about it, at least from a, a visual standpoint. Yeah. That's mm. pretty good. That's good stuff. I think we can end it there <laughs> unless you have more questions, Jim. Well, that's like, uh, I mean, that's pretty much how God seems to deal with us anyway. He never shows us the end of the road. It's always like, okay, just do this step out of faith. You're going in the right direction, but you just need to know one step at a time. At least that's how my life has been. It's true. It's, will we, will we pay attention and depend on him if we knew all the answers? Probably not. Yeah. So anyway, oh, well, Hey, it was nice chatting with y'all. All right. Thank you, Jim. Thank you, Jim. We'd like to take this time to thank some of our Healing Strong partners for their support of season four and the 10th anniversary celebration in Houston. Chris Wark of Chris Beat Cancer, who's a stage three C colon cancer thriver. You can find more information about Chris at chrisbeatcancer.com where he shares his story of choosing natural therapies over chemo and his research and survivor and expert interviews. Thanks to James Templeton of the Templeton Wellness Foundation. 
James is a 30-plus year survivor of stage 4 melanoma. After a painful journey through conventional medicine, James jumped into natural healing and now shares his experience and knowledge through his foundation over at templetonwellness.com. You've been listening to the I Am Healing Strong podcast, a part of the Healing Strong organization. We hope you found encouragement in this episode, as well as the confidence to take control of your healing journey, knowing that God will guide you on this path. Healing Strong is a nonprofit organization whose mission is to connect, support, and educate individuals facing cancer and other diseases through strategies that help to rebuild the body, renew the soul, and refresh the spirit. It costs nothing to be a part of a local or online group. You can do that by going to our website at healingstrong.org and finding a group near you or an online group or start your own, your choice. While you're there, take a look around at all the free resources. Though the resources and groups are free, we encourage you to join our membership program at $25 or $75 a month. This helps us to be able to reach more people with hope and encouragement. And that also comes with some extra perks as well. So check it out. If you enjoyed this podcast, please give us a five-star rating, leave an encouraging comment, and help us spread the word. We'll see you next week with another story on the I Am Healing Strong podcast.